Welcome to Hand Therapy Heroes, the premier podcast on hand and upper extremity rehabilitation. As a worldwide educator and developer of best-in-class hand therapy content, Susan Weiss, occupational therapist and certified hand therapist, brings you an array of hand therapy specialists, hand care solutions, and more. Welcome to Hand Therapy Heroes, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And we are super stoked because this is Hand Therapy Week, and I have some fantastic news with a brand new CHT who has been a practicing clinician for quite some time, and I'm not going to take up much of the time because I want us to hear Miss Sue Hamrich's story. I will tell you that Sue is an OTRL, and she is now a CHT practicing in San Leandro. And welcome, Sue, to Hand Therapy Heroes. So can you tell hey. us a little bit about this news you just got? Yeah, hey, dogs. Yeah, and I guess if I can do it, anybody can. But um, the folks of Exploring Hand Therapy have been, you guys have been great from the beginning. Um, I've had a past rough couple of years with some health issues and taking care of my mom. And you guys have just been so supportive and great for, for that and just just for my career, you, you've built that. I wouldn't be doing this. I'd be doing something else for a living. Wow. That's about you guys. It's, it's, it's so generous, generous of you to say that. Thank you so much for those brilliantly kind words. And um, can you share with everybody what you actually did to prepare, prepare for this exciting exam that you just got the news for yesterday? I, uh, I read, I read, through the purple book regularly. So I found myself I had needing to study for work at, at this point in my life. I'm old. I forget things. I got to stay on top of this stuff. So originally I was going, I was just going through the purple book, the rehab of the hand, if there was something in the purple book I didn't understand. And then um, we hired a young therapist who was ready to take the test and studying for it. And I realized well, there's not much difference between studying for work and studying for a test. Right. You know, you need to know that it's the same toolbox. A test isn't a test. It's, it's just a list to add of things that you need to have in your toolbox to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so that's why I waited a while. But, um, uh, yeah, it was, it's just been... Um, was a surprise and it just turned out to, to work out okay. Thanks, thanks to you guys. Wow. How, how long did you take to actually prepare? Did you take a year, a six months? Did you start two years ago? When did you um, know what I'm going to take this test? Yeah, you know, I, I think in earnest, I would say um, uh, January in earnest. Okay. Um, but to be honest, I mean, I, I review my anatomy pretty frequently because I, you know, anatomy and, and the neuroanatomy stuff um, is is always such a complex part of the picture. Um, you know, nothing exists in a vacuum. People hurt their hand and it's always going to involve a lot of other things. And so, um, you know, in a sense, one is always, one the hope, uh, one is always um, studying or or wanting to to learn more. It's my passion to learn more. So it's it's, it's kind of hard to say exactly when I started to, 
study for the test specifically. Right. Because you've been doing, how long have you been doing hand and upper extremity rehab? Um, generally speaking, 17 years. And yeah, so what your what your whole professional career has been hands or what did you do? Oh, no, no, no. Before that, um, I, I went funny. I was in the Navy and I, I was a corpsman, a medic in the Navy from 85 to 89. And I didn't do anything related to hand therapy at all, although I did work briefly in a PT clinic. And I thought, well, you know, some of the stuff they're doing is OK, but nothing, nothing super exciting. And then uh, when I got out of the Navy, I just had to get a job. So I went to work for UPS, oh, got wow. recalled for Desert Storm. And in getting recalled for Desert Storm, I got recalled to the medical field. And I realized, oh, this is what I need to do. I have to do something in the medical field. Wow. And um, I sort of I fell into it. Um, I was either going to do something like occupational therapy because it was very holistic. Um, and very broad, um, had a lot of depth and breadth to the profession. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, hands I got into by accident. I wanted to work originally with spinal cord injuries, um, but I have a bad back and I, I was told I couldn't get an, an internship in, 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 um, in, in rehab. Uh, so uh, one of my instructors, uh, who taught kinesiology was a CHT and she let me kind of hang around for a while just to get my hours in. Um, but I didn't do a lot. Uh, but I fell into it. Um, I was planning to try something in public health, you know, um, but I, I went for an interview on the central coast, really enjoyed myself talking to the manager um, was going to have a mentor, but she quit the week I started. Um, that's and that's when I came into hand therapy with exploring hand therapy. I mean, that was the only OT in town. There was no hand therapists. There's no OT to learn from. So you had to self-train with your, your background that you, that you had in a little bit of the health professions. And then you just self-trained everything you've known for hand therapy because you've always been on your own. Yeah, yeah, it was exploring hand therapy and uh, uh, to, I, uh, yeah, exploring hand therapy to a great, it just really helped a lot. Wow, that's really awesome to hear. That, that absolutely makes my day, like, wonderful story with your, your interests and, and then kind of being stuck on your own and what do you do when you are on your own? Because that's something that a lot of therapists do struggle with. They're in practice in rural places or they're by themselves and they're, left to just figure it out. So that, that can be very challenging for practitioners. Yeah, it can be. I was fortunate enough to have a boss who would really give me a lot of leeway okay. um, in terms of how I wanted to practice, um, which was nice because I, I tend, again, the holistic aspect, uh, learning to deal with a whole person rather than, you know, just ending at the wrist. You're not just working with a hand, you're working with a human being. Right. And um, that was, that was just the entire vibe that I had from that clinic. So um, it was just a joy and a pleasure to learn. That's awesome. So did, do you have an area that you're especially passionate about when it comes to hand therapy? Do you have an area of special interest or something that's just super uh, your favorite? My, to study is the wrist because of it, because it's complications. Okay. Um, in terms of treatment, um, 
Probably, um, you know, we're the, I work for the county, so it's the Knife and Gun Club. Oh my gosh! And and or so to people, sort of to see people to to help people walk through that recovery process, um, is is nice. A lot of our people they're just disengaged. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're on Medi-Cal that they've not had a lot of help from the rest of society. They're, you know, and, um, they really need us. Right. Well, with that group though, with the knife and gun club, which I, I think that's an interesting way to put it. I have never heard of that with that group though. Do you find that you're extremely limited on the, like how often you can see them because of the insurance limitations or do you, and how, how does that work out as far as getting yeah. the opportunity to see them? That's, that's an interesting question. Um, it's, uh, uh, I tell you, I had an easier time in private practice just seeing people when they needed to be seen. If I had a tendon injury that came in and needed to be seen, I could see them. Right. Um, here, my upper level management, we have to get authorization, which can take 10 days. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is a problem. So the bureaucracy here is a frustration. Okay. The the fact that you know the the people it's the I mean people have done machetes and gone crazy with M80s and I mean they've had a lot of trauma. They need our help. Some of them are undocumented, so they're not getting disability. They're in a big pickle, mm. and we need to get them in. Mm-hmm. And you're limited by how quickly you can because of the bureaucracy. So exactly, yeah, exactly. So I guess that would be probably one of your bigger what you would consider roadblocks to being able to practice successfully. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have some great docs, and uh, they worked with me to purchase a splint pan and some splinting material so that I'm set up to do that at the clinic. So I'm very fortunate to work with some great docs. Wonderful. Well, do you have any cool hand therapy tips that might be unique that we could teach somebody today? Something really cool that you might have done in the clinic or that you might want to share for somebody to learn from? Um, I don't I don't know if this is specifically uh, hand therapy related because I, I tended to do a lot of neuro at my not hands and neuro at my last clinic, okay. but um Really, mostly getting your hands on someone <laughs> physically, getting a sense of what's happening with them. Um, uh, I agree. It- I mean, there's a lot of just just that touch itself. There's a huge sense of connection that you get with just the ability to reach somebody by your own physical touch. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's a safe it's a safe touch. It's you know, a lot of our folks, uh, they're socially isolated. Okay. You know, they, they, there's gang members, there's, there's complicated family matters. And um, sometimes we're, the best thing that we can do is just hear them. Listening. That's a key. That's a really good tip right there is remembering to listen to, to what they're saying. And be curious. That's the best thing be curious and then they feel heard and that's that's a big big accomplishment for a lot of them to feel heard yeah it is it is it really can turn them around and and change a lot of things 
Because ultimately, you know, things, things will heal. Right. They may heal more slowly, but um, we got to get them to that point. And, you know, it, it, it just, some of the basic, just human communication is, is super critical. You can remember the brachial plexus and, you know, every tendon transfer, but if you can't connect with a person on a human level, they're going to sense that. Yeah, that's a that's a brilliant tip actually because sometimes we do forget about the fact that there's a whole person behind just the hand injury and it's great that you actually pulled that in to our discussion today even though we know a lot of these therapists are I got to learn everything I can to pass the CHT test but and this part probably isn't on the test about the holistic part but we have to remember that as practicing clinicians we do need to recognize that component of our skill set and really capitalize on that occupational therapy background that we have that makes us unique yeah 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 definitely um it's 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 been a joy it's i've had play dates for 17 years not patients i love that that's great i have play dates i definitely love that i'd never heard that either when you said that the other day it made me laugh and that was really made my day so um can i ask you just a couple more questions if you do have time i know you're on a lunch break so uh, thank you for your time. Um, do you have any idea what's going to be next now that you're a CHT? Is that going to change anything for you? Are you going to do something different? Are you going to make some changes in the way you practice? Or is this just a milestone that you said, I just had to do and absolutely nothing's going to change? It's fine either way. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it'll be actually the reason I took it is because um, I had been off work for some health issues. I wasn't sure they were going to let me return to to my regular duties. And I thought, man, I should probably get some insurance for the time if I might have to get another job. And getting the CHG would be a form of insurance. That's great. That's great. It's the way I thought of it. It wasn't like I was thinking about it as a test. But again, it's 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 just a checklist of the tools you should have as a hand therapist mm-hmm. more than it is a piece of paper or a certification it's just yeah. things you should know um and uh one of the things that i did when i started was look at the htcc website to w- look at the recommendations of their books i would recommend people do that if they're starting out in the in in the biz uh to go to that website and see what what it is you need to learn what the books what books are going to help you through this so and i got a bunch of those books and i was going to say what were your top three courses and top three books that you would recommend for their go-to cht prep top three um the purple book okay uh the most recent uh, rehab of the hand is probably the best one I've seen. I mean, I've seen three series. This current rehab of the hand, um, and your guys' videos are just your your guys' videos are amazing. Just fantastic. I didn't pay her to say that, guys. I promise. <laughs> no, 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 no. She never has. She never has. But um, um, I I have watched them so much I can count the bling in your ring. <laughs> That is so funny. You crack me up, lady. (laughs) 
Well, we are so honored to have you as our guest on Hand Therapy Heroes today. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity. If there's anything else that I should ask you but didn't, you can go ahead and share now before we conclude this episode. No, I just wanted to thank you very much for all your help. You, you, you all go above and beyond um, uh, mere, mere, you know, the mere opportunity to, 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 um, to, to look to sell courses. I mean, you're very supportive and I just really appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, we do pride ourselves on being there for people in, in all capacities, whether they have a patient question or a clinical issue, or they just need to vent. We have gotten it all uh, from the long years that, that we've been in business as hand therapy practitioners and educators. So we're we're quite thrilled about that opportunity to, to give to others as well. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. You know, I'm always looking for new stuff. I have to stop myself yeah. sometimes, you know, <laughs> just wait. Well, um, thank, you. thank you so much. We're so appreciative and we're so excited to share in this joy of you becoming a CHT and appreciate your time on spending with us at Hand Therapy Heroes. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for your support and your work. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Hand Therapy Heroes. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Visit handtherapy.com and register for our newsletter containing free content and courses about our fascinating hands. Hold hands today for a more functional tomorrow.